Hi, I'm Jen Drummond. Welcome to my podcast, Take a Break. As a mom of seven, a business owner, and an individual trying to be the first female to climb the seven second summits, I often need to remember to take a break. Take a Break is about enhancing and preserving the greatest asset you have, you. Listen in as I share personal stories and interview others to help you get the most out of this one amazing life. All right, friends, thank you for joining in today. I have my girlfriend, Jessica, with me, who's a business owner, mother, and friend of mine, so she's cool, right? So thanks, Jess, for coming. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Yeah, no, it's so fun. You have such a unique story that I wanted to share with the world about all the things you've accomplished and who you are and what you're bringing forth in your future endeavors. So yay! (laughs) Yay! All right, so the fun thing about your story is... It was not like this easy, picture-perfect life from the beginning. So bring us back to, like, young Jessica. (laughs) Young Jessica. Where do I start? How much time do we have? Yes. So my um, just short story, um, childhood, it was okay. Um, I raised my sister pretty much kind of a mom at an early start. Got married young. I always wanted to. I grew up in Florida, so my dad had full custody of us. I wanted always wanted something different I always knew something was out there and I wasn't getting it in Florida so when I met my um, ex-husband we met at a grocery store and when I was in high school and things just happened I just was excited to move out of Florida and start to start my life and he graduated aviation school he was an aviation mechanic and we moved to Washington State and it, ever things were were good because it was all new and exciting, but then kind of quickly realized it was was not so good. Uh, we stayed married for 13 years. It was an abusive relationship in a sense, just physically and mentally, not physically, just mentally and emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, always put down, never thought that I would be anyone. And he provided a lifestyle where I was able to stay home and raise my kids. So I think I put up with a lot of stuff just for that. And I feel when we're in relationships, that are that can be boiling frogs. Oh yeah, totally. Right, like totally. you just uh, things that originally it would be shocking, but if it comes gradual, then all of a sudden, you, it's normalized. Yeah, and totally. You're like, okay, this is what's going to happen, yeah. but this is what I get. So this is a trade off. Yeah, I don't want to rock the Absolutely. apple cart. And then it's like, well, is the grass greener on the other side? What am I going to get? Like, I might as well just stay put, stay comfortable, take care of my kids. Yeah. And um, so that's what I did for like thirteen. 13 years. Wow. And what was the final straw? Like, what made you decide? Um, honestly, it was kind of weird, but okay. So I love shoes. I'm obsessed with shoes. And I had this dream that he bought a girl a pair of shoes and I told him about it and he was deployed at the time. And I was like, oh, I had this weird dream that you bought this girl a pair of shoes. And he was like, well, I doubt you. it was a dream. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I did buy a girl a pair of shoes. And I was like, what? And this was a, I mean, he was always doing stuff in our relationship. So it wasn't a shock, but the fact that he bought someone's shoes for some reason that like totally pushed me over the edge. I'm like, what? Like, no, you can't. Shoes? (laughs) How expensive were they? Yeah. But he, um, so that like really, I don't know, it just something clicked in my head. And I was actually here in Utah. I was going to school and I had this group of girlfriends and I never would tell no one knew about my relationship. I, I was just like, hmm, everything's fine. And 
I told, I went to my school and I was like, I told all my girlfriends and I was like, I can't believe he did this. Like, and just vomited all this stuff. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're beautiful. You're so smart. You're talented. You're creative. Like, why are you here? And I was like, I don't know. It was just this huge light bulb. And I was like, you're right. So I was like, we're, I'm leaving you. Like, this is ridiculous. And it was like the best thing I've ever done. Cause he always like, had his thumb on me, you know, and yeah, um, but how was it then, though? I mean, it's the best thing you ever done looking back on it. But oh, when yeah. you were in it, like, yeah. how did you have the courage to continue, especially when someone's beating you down for so oh, long? Oh, yeah, it was definitely scary because he yeah. would always tell me, No one's gonna, you have baggage, you have kids, no one's gonna love you, no one's gonna take care of you the way I take care of you. And I was really scared, and I was like, oh my God. But then I realized I'd rather live under a bridge in a box and be married to someone like that. And I'm like, I don't care how hard it is, I don't care how hard I have to work my ass off, I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And I got an apartment and my girls went with me and I'm always thinking of new business ideas and what I wanna do and how if I can invent something, create something, build a business, build a brand, and, and it just, it all just like flowed together and worked out perfectly when I was in school and I really focused it on lashes and I was started doing lashes out of my basement in my house and and is that what you were going to school for when you were getting a divorce from him at that time yes yep okay so I was I was working at IHC and then I um as a medical assistant and then I was going to school part-time at Paul Mitchell and didn't really love like the facial stuff that the facial aspect of it I liked more like the laser side of it and my friend talked me into doing lashes, which I thought I'd hate because I'm not a patient person and it was like very tedious and I was just like laser focus. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, you're, okay, yeah. for anybody that's anywhere near Utah, best lash person <laughs> possible. I literally will drive hours each way she, she so does. I can get my lashes done because they're that good. So anyways, back to the conversation. <laughs> so yeah, I was doing, I just, I told myself I needed to pick one thing out of all the million things that I had on my dream board mm -hmm. to focus on and lashes was it. And um, I do take pride in, in doing my lashes. I, I wanna be the best and I want my clients to be happy. And I've literally have been doing this for about eight years and I have clients for eight years. Yeah. And it's crazy. A hundred. Yeah. Well, no, it's not crazy because you're that good at it. So I totally understand. I like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, how much room do you have? Because if I refer you, do I still get time? And yes, she makes time for all of us. So don't worry. You can refer. It works out. But yeah, 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 yeah. But no, you've always been, um, like, since I've known you, like really involved in beauty, but mm -hmm. not just beauty at the surface level. I mm. feel like when you're with your clients, you really care about them from the internal side. You look at people and say like, how do I bring out the best in them? Mm -hmm. Especially like with lashes, you do different shapes for mm -hmm. different faces. Mm -hmm. And every time I leave your like booth or your table or whatever, I just feel like, oh God, I'm so glad to care of myself. <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> but on that same front, you also like have experimented with so many things, mm -hmm. right? Like you experiment with the different glues, you experiment mm -hmm. with the different lashes and whether you're in lashes or beauty or whatever, that curiosity spirit that you mm -hmm. bring to things mm -hmm. applies to us in all of our lives. Yeah. When we're building businesses oh, or trying to sure. make things happen. And where I think you're unique too is you're doing this thing that you love mm -hmm. and you're focused on it 
But then you're also like, okay, how can I do it better? Or how mm-hmm. can I like make more money or do mm-hmm. different things like that? Because money does buy us freedom. For sure. So share some of the other areas that I think is so cool with you have different studios that mm-hmm. people rent from. Mm-hmm. And how did you decide to get into that? Um, so Aaron was probably my biggest cheerleader on venturing out on my own because I was working at a Wait, lash- stop. Let's back up. Let's oh. introduce Aaron. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, we got sidetracked, but we'll come okay. back to this. So Aaron is your new husband. Yes, Aaron is my new, yes. Yep. My Jessica 2.0 life, my my new husband, yes. <laughs> okay, and you met Aaron when? Um, gosh, I met him 2015, I believe. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we met on eHarmony. Okay. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we met and um, now we have two kids together, awesome. Oliver, who's four, and Tallulah, who is 10 months. Oh my gosh. And um, so yeah, kids in your 40s, it's it's fun. Yes. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Highly recommended. It has been great, though. You're so like, you just, you want to love them as long as possible because you realize it goes so fast. So it's it's good. Yeah, it's nice to have a round too. Mm-hmm. I can imagine from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yeah. right now my round one is oh, like yeah. never ending. <laughs> I know. I'm Seriously. like, we're still losing teeth. I thought we were done with the tooth fairy. <laughs> How are we still losing teeth? Oh, so so, but I know someday I'm going to be like, oh, there's our last tooth. I know. No, Seriously. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so you met Aaron. And going from a toxic relationship mm-hmm. to a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. how, how, like, that's hard because it's a lot so of times hard. we keep repeating what we had because that's what we know. Totally. So, what work did you do to be able to step into a new, healthier relationship? So, I knew when everything that I didn't like about my ex mm-hmm. and everything all the good qualities that I would expect and appreciate and want in a future husband. And when I met Aaron, he was so kind and complete opposite of Brian, like totally um, patient, um, giving, sweet, like just wanted to do things for me. And I was always like, okay, what's wrong with you? Like, are you bipolar? Are you like- (laughs) You're hiding your good- There's something in that closet. there's something Mm -hmm. weird. And, but he's been amazing and great, and he's always supportive and and always putting up with my crazy ideas. And I'm telling him like, let's invent this and let's do this. And he's like, that's already invented, but let's let's you know do something right. different. But like, I don't know, he's great. But he's he was my biggest cheerleader on opening my own space. And um, so I have two studios in Cottonwood Heights, and I have girls at Booth Rent Me that do teeth whitening, piercing, tattoos, Botox permanent makeup. It's great. I mean, I love having the network of women and promoting them as well. So my clients come in and they see something and they're like, well, what else do you do here? And I'm like, it's a full service shop. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's great. And it just goes to show like how important it is and how much is possible when you have support and community, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, especially with it's your spouse or Mm -hmm. what even friends that helped you get out of that bad situation. They gave you the courage. Totally. Your spouse gave you the courage to build the business Mm -hmm. and now look at where it's going. Yes. And I'm pretty sure you're launching a lash line or have a lash line or tell us about that. So I started um, trial and error with eyelash extensions. Um, Surprisingly, there's, I mean, I mean, thousands of different lashes and um, good and bad. So I have a manufacturer in China who took me years to find the best ones that I like. Yeah, I just, I have them made for me and label and I'm opening an Amazon store. So I'm going to start 
selling them there. So um, and to to other stylists for the most yeah, part. Yeah. So if any of... like anybody local or I mean you don't have to be local, but especially if it's on Amazon. But um, yeah, just if they see my work and they say, oh, those lashes look awesome, and you know they can purchase them. Okay. So you've run right. You have this like these little offices that you run. Mm -hmm. You do your own personal business. And you have a blended family. Mm -hmm. Like how how do you manage it all? Like how do you keep time for you to stay regenerative, restored, to be able to keep doing and providing for so many others? It is very hard, yes. <laughs> <laughs> especially when the kids are little. They're all like growing up now, but um, it is it's not easy to have a blended family for sure. Different styles and parenting and. Um, you know, other people involved and you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? But um, it all, at the end of the day, it all works out and you would just appreciate everyone. And for my things that I do for myself is on my drive home, like probably the only time I get to myself right. is listening to podcasts and meditation and, and just learning. I always want to learn what's out there and what's going on. So whatever I can do to educate myself and that's kind of like my happy time. Mm -hmm. And then when I open the door to my home to chaos and <laughs> no it's it a thing I remember when I was working I had about an hour drive to work mm -hmm. and I thought I hated it yeah right and I didn't know I liked it until I had a 15 minute drive to work mm -hmm. and I was like I'm not ready to walk into my house <laughs> I'm not ready Seriously. to switch gears and wind down and be that other human that exactly. needs to be mom role yeah. that I would be okay I need to figure out something in this transition so that I can just decompress yeah and get back to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Why it's is it that important. moms have to do their free time in the car? I know, right? <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> something wrong. It is. Okay, so one daughter's still at home, one's in school, and then how often do you have the stepkids? So the stepkids, they were in Arizona, they lived in Arizona and they would come frequently to visit and only for mostly holidays, some sometimes like a little just you know in between just to get a break but mostly like thanksgiving every other thanksgiving christmas spring break things like that but then they moved to north carolina and it's just the travel is a little more difficult that way so we maybe see them like once or twice a year okay um and then his older daughter bryn is in arizona so she comes often okay to visit her and oliver are like best friends so it's really cute oh that is cute <laughs> yeah is it easier with the families being further apart in separate communities, do you think? Or do you think it'd be easier if everybody was in the same community? I like that we're all spaced out. Yeah. Um, even with like with my family, I love how they can't just come over. You know? <laughs> yeah. I like that it takes, you know, a five hour flight to come see me. But I like that aspect, especially with technology, FaceTime. We can FaceTime whenever we want. So mm -hmm. it's, I like the distance. It's nice. I mean, I do think I always wanted a big family. So I think it would be fun to have family dinners and stuff like that on that side. But because I like to entertain. But right. as far as like everyday stuff, it's like, oh. I'll see you, yeah. see you later. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's just easier if you know that you're yeah, planning on everybody sure. and then you can have it be the way that you want it to mm -hmm. look mm -hmm. versus every day, yeah. calendars and schedules. I mean, I have seven kids and so it's 
when we have an extra few people, you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, I know you're only one or two extra, but I still have basketball and soccer yeah. and tennis and oh, all yeah. the different things that you're driving to just to like mentally keep in your head mm -hmm. and go. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay, so is Aaron working outside of the home too? Um, he owns his own business as well. He does uh, window film for commercial and residential um, properties. So he, we coordinate around each other's schedule. So I work three days a week and then he has... So you're both time. entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. yes. So how does that feel? Because you don't have that stable income from somebody mm -hmm. or those benefits or anything mm -hmm. like that. Is that yeah. hard? It's definitely scary. I would say my job is more stable because... You've been at it so long. Yeah, I've been at it. I have my faithful clientele and it's like they don't care what's going on in the world. They're getting their eyelashes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, with Aaron's business, he, a lot of clients and customers feel like they can only get window film when it's blazing hot in their house. So wintertime is usually really slow. So yeah, it's a little, I mean, it's definitely hard. Like when you're working for someone and you're a W-2 employee, you get, con you know, paycheck every two weeks. And when you're self-employed, it's like, you know, feast or famine. So it is, it can be stressful, but I mean, you just have to manage everything, right? And maybe that's why I have, we have so many irons in the fire with other things that we want to do. So we're never struggling. Right. Not counting on one mm -hmm. thing for too yeah. long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And okay, so during your lash career that I've known you, it's been fun because even at some time you've taken some time out of lashing a little bit to mm -hmm. come back and got into a doctor's office for mm -hmm. a while, mainly just to learn mm -hmm. all of those pieces mm -hmm. too, right? So mm -hmm. even though you have this thriving business that's doing well, mm -hmm. personally, you had this need to seek and to yes. understand at a different field and different level. Mm -hmm. How did you balance that transition and allow that to show up in your life? It was exciting because I do like to learn and I love the doctor's office feel and learning and you know, patients and taking care of people and answering questions and learning and things like that. But um, it was definitely a transition, one from doing whatever I wanted to do, whenever I wanted to do, to being somewhere at nine and then I have to stay until five. And it was... Um, yeah, because that's a different deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, it was great and it all kind of happened during COVID, like it within those few years of COVID. So it like was kind of nice where things were like a little more relaxed, I guess. Like it was still like you had to do your job, but we had like a two, two months off the office closed. So it was, and then I could still, I was the underground lash lady. So <laughs> don't tell anybody, but um, so doing lashes on the side still. And, um, but yeah, it was, I loved it, but I was definitely ready to go when, when it was my time to go. Cause okay. I liked being my own, I don't like being bossed around and told what to do. <laughs> I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs do. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'd yeah. be the worst employee for anybody yeah, possible. Totally. They're like, oh, you want me to do that? Cute. <laughs> Not happening. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. It's just something in my blood that won't allow it to be that way. So it goes. Okay, so how, how have you built your presence? Like, how are you doing marketing? How are you getting clients? How are you finding people to fill into your studios? I would say um, a lot of my clientele were from word of mouth, which okay. I think is great because that's the best advertisement. Yeah. You're my advertisement. Oh, believe me. I yeah. promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did a Google advertisement for a while. And then once I was like, okay, I'm, I'm capped out. I have like 80 clients. I can't, and I'm doing it all myself. I can't take any more clients. So we stopped that. And 
I have my, on my building, I have my information on the front. So a lot of drive-bys, they'll contact me. And even, um, I mean, it's just interesting, just people at the grocery store, they'll be like, oh my God, your lashes are so good. And they, they'll call me and they'll be like, okay, I saw this girl at the grocery store and she gave me your information and my lash lady, they don't stay on and they're always falling off. And I'm like, okay. And then they come to me and they're like, this is what I've been missing. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we need to replicate you yeah. at the end of the day. So I know, I'm like so glad that you came out with this lash line because this is what I'm hoping, throwing it out into the universe now. <laughs> that like you start doing clinics yeah. to teach other people your technique mm -hmm. because the one thing that you're so, you were, you sought for so long that mm -hmm. now you know the best of the best of the, all these ways to do it because mm -hmm. it wasn't like, oh, I just do this robotically. Yeah. You're always saying like, oh, we're going to try this or let's do this or yeah. whatever. And so... So few people have that ability to allow that creativity or allow that space to explore mm -hmm. and try mm -hmm. that has really elevated your game. Mm -hmm. And that applies to any business, yeah, right? Whether you're doing sure. a last business or a hair business mm -hmm. or a financial business or whatever, it's having that vision of here's where I want to go, but also that room to play yeah. and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then come up with a product now you can train other people yes. and so the mm -hmm. so the thing grows yeah and I do offer trainings I'm training someone right now that I hope that can sit in my studio with me and help so we can bounce clients off of each other and she'll learn from me so she'll be exactly the same yeah that'd be amazing so, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for yes yeah, so if any lash wannabes are here <laughs> listening please reach out to Jess because I'm quite confident her skills will fill up your books right away just knowing that you're trained by her but um if you could open a studio in another location where would you put it I wanted to open a studio in South Carolina or Florida, because that's where I'm from. Um, but I love South Carolina and um, call it like something that is from Utah, like Salty Lash or like Salt and Honey or something like that. That would be my dream. But there's only one of me. So it's I was thinking like I could go down for like a month at a time and like do lashes and then they don't need them filled for like three weeks. So then I can come back here and work and then go down, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would be by a beach down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. See, yeah. but like, so it's funny. So I moved here from South Carolina and we're so like, we're basic. I mean, we have our fashion and stuff, but no hair. Ex I mean, very little hair extensions, lashes, anything like that. And um, especially like in a beach town. So when I moved here, I was just like, what is going on? Like, why is everyone so beautiful here? And then somebody is like, oh, it's all fake. And I'm like, well, I need to tap into this. And then that's when I went to school, um, I learned all this stuff. So I don't know, like I would love to bring Utah to Florida or South Carolina because I think it's it's amazing. Like everyone's so like up to date here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. So if you're looking for a beautiful bride, I promise you Utah is filled with them, just to let you know. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so that's the other cool thing about being an entrepreneur, right? Like you don't have you have to say, what do I want in my life? Mm -hmm. I want a second home. Mm -hmm. Here's where I want my second home. Mm -hmm. How can I bring my current business to that location mm -hmm. and make my work work for me mm -hmm. from an emotional and like spiritual and like just physical standpoint of where mm -hmm. you want to be yeah which i think is awesome that you even think outside the box like mm -hmm. that right for, yeah and being Thank an entrepreneur you. allows you yeah. to do those things and say okay here's where i want to go what does it look like to get there mm -hmm. and figure out the puzzle mm -hmm. i mean but you also have real estate 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you guys are into everything. I know. Yes. What? How do you make a decision on? Yes, I want to like invest in this, or this sounds like a good idea. Like, what's your process? Um, I guess just if it feels good, if the I'm like very spiritual, I'd say. So like, I feel like if it all like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So if it if it feels right, sounds right, then let's do it. And if it's if there's any hesitation, then it's like uh maybe not. Okay. So you, I do this too on the mountains. It's either a hell yes mm-hmm. or it's a no. Yeah. Right. Sure. And if I'm like, hell yes, everything feels good. This is the direction I'm going. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. But that slight hesitation, mm-hmm. that slight hesitation mm-hmm. is going to mess it up. Totally. Right. There's something in you that's saying, eh. So I do feel that concept mm-hmm. works in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Only time I've ever been hurt mountain biking is when I have had that hesitation. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the, the coach is like, if it's not a hell yes, you just got to get off oh, and walk your bike now funny. or you're going to be falling. Yeah. Oh and gosh. that has totally played out. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so is there more kids in the future? No, definitely. We're done. You're done. For sure, yeah. I have the two, um, Haley, who's 23, Allison's, who's 16, and then Oliver, Ford, Tallulah, 10 months. So, I mean, I would, if I were younger, maybe, but no, I was like, we can't handle anymore. And then Aaron's three kids, so that's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's you. That's me. (laughs) She has seven kids too. I never put it together. And it's not permanent. So (laughs) I, you know, like I'm ready for one or two to go to college. Not necessarily the order that they were born. There's like different days I would send different ones to college for sure. But um, yeah, no, it's good. It's crazy. (laughs) How is it having a teenager at home? (sighs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun, but it's exhausting at the same time. I mean, love her to pieces, but she's like, one minute she's like, and then the next minute she's like, I hate you. So it's like, oh, can I just see your lashes and it'll make everything feel better. (laughs) That's a nice way to connect to each other. Does she like having her lashes done? She does. She does now. She always like would fight me on it. And I'm like, let me do anything. And she's like, no, no, whatever. But yeah, now she's, she likes it. I know. I keep hoping that she'll get into it. I know. I'm like, I tell my boys about it. I'm like, guys, <laughs> I think people wouldn't care if you were a male doing their lashes. This is really good money. And it's a way to go. Because you think about it. I mean, it's interesting how times have changed for kids mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. right? On the cost of things and what skill sets they need to bring to school yeah. and what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, school right now in Utah for my big boys is so hard mm-hmm. that I thought like summer school was for like kids that, I don't know, my perception of what mm-hmm. summer school was. Yeah. Now, like everybody does it. Mm-hmm. So they have less class load mm-hmm. so they can get better grades across the board. I'm like, yeah. when did this get normalized? I know. Like, I how know. is this going on? And I have a son right now who's in eighth grade who wants to take late start. Mm-hmm. So he's going to do a s- couple courses this summer to get the credits out of the way because he wants to day trade and he wants those time before school starts so he can be on his phone, right? I'm like, okay, when I was in eighth grade, I was pretty sure like, what boy's cute? (laughs) And I have a pimple, so I'm not going to school. (laughs) So I'm sorry. I know. Or I wore this shirt once already. I can't wear it again. Not doing that again. so funny. I know. I know. Kids are, it's, times are changing. It's so much different than from when we grew up. It is. It's funny how it goes. And it's just funny. Like, I can't imagine being in both mom modes. Mm -hmm. Like now the mom, like you're in the mom mode of no means no. Mm -hmm. But then you're also in the mom mode of, okay, 
no means a 30 minute explanation so you understand it right yeah yeah for i mean sure. that's a hard thing to flip switches on oh my gosh it's so hard and it's it's easy to get sucked into the littles because they need me yeah. and allison's like doing her own thing and but oliver's like hold me hug me and lula you know oh, she needs everything but yeah it's just it is crazy how did you do how did oliver do with the new baby good uh he was a little hesitant at first and kind of like i don't love lula i don't want lula and once she kind of started showing some personality and she's sassy like she does not put up with anything with him he tries to take her toy and she freaks out and like will attack him and which he thinks is hilarious right so but now he like grabs her and hugs her and says he loves lula and i'm like oh i thought we're gonna give lula away and he's like no you can't give my sister away <laughs> so he's really cute with her oh my god yeah. that's awesome yeah it's he, fun to see yeah and oliver made you TikTok famous oh yeah yeah yes. he did he has like i think on my TikTok, he's got 14 million views and then Aaron's Instagram video, it's like 40 million. What? Yeah. Yeah, okay, crazy. so explain to the audience this TikTok because it is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay, so Oliver, he, um, he will go on my phone and he'll purchase things on Amazon without my knowledge. And I know, I mean, we have parents out there that are like, I can't believe you let him do that. But I mean, kids, I can't help it. I do lock my phone a certain way so he can't buy things, but he does. Um, but he purchased this shocking toy, like it's called Russian roulette. And everyone puts their fingers in there and it's like, you know, who's gonna get shocked? He didn't realize that it, what it did, I don't think. I think he saw it and he's like, oh, that looks fun. Whatever. Yeah, it lights up on the, like the yeah, advertisement. Exactly. He didn't get the full thing. Yeah, so he sticks his finger in it and he's like, Aaron just happened to have the camera out and filming it. And and um, he puts his two fingers in there. He's like, if this shocks me, I'm leaving the house. And all of a sudden it shocked him. And he was like, he went through all stages of anger. He was like, what the hell just happened? And um, he looks at it and he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and Aaron goes, what? And he's like, this is bullshit. And it was priceless and just it's so, so sweet. Funny. And yes, <laughs> and people keep stitching it, right? I mean, it yeah. made me laugh so hard. Oh my hard. gosh, it is so funny. Yeah, he's such a cute, he's, and I love, when I was married with the girls, my ex-husband was very like, gotta be a model citizen and like, don't do this and don't do that. So they're very like, oh, we can't do anything. And then when, with Oliver and Tula, and me being more like, I'm just go with the flow and Aaron is too. We just let them express their personality. Like, I'm obviously there's punishment, like they can't be dicks, but there's, um, you know, I want them to be happy who and who right, they right, are right. and express right. and and love life. And that's what they're doing. And it's just hilarious to watch. Yeah, I know, believe me. <laughs> I have seven and every one of them is entirely different. <laughs> it's just, but I'm like DJ, huh? Writing music, huh? Yeah, and I'm I like, know. freaking awesome. I, I love, love the it. DJ thing. That's amazing. I always, that's one thing that I, I want to get into. Of course you do. Mm, I know. <laughs> I have to tap list. the music industry. Up, so <laughs> let me get into there. Okay, so interesting too. You recently lost your ex-husband. Yes. Like he died unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. And how is that? As a trans, like I mean, I know it's an ex-husband, but it still mm -hmm. has an effect. And on your daughters, like what's oh, that yeah. been like? It's very. Uh, it's hard to explain because we did have such a toxic relationship. So it's, I mean, I would never wish death upon anyone. I think it's horrible karma and, you know, but obviously I, I wish, I feel sorry for him because he had a lot of struggles in life. And 
I feel like he's at peace now, so I'm thankful for that. When it happens so suddenly, there's no like goodbye, there's no sorries or anything like that. So it's just very, very weird. Mm-hmm. And with my girls, it's I feel bad for them because like I don't think I know that they realize like, oh, my dad's not here anymore. But in the future, they're going to get married and they're going to have kids. And they're going to be like, I don't have a dad to walk me down the aisle or we're not going to have a grandpa, you know. So it's like weird and in, in that aspect. It's just very it's it's weird. Yeah, I think about it like almost every day because even though he was such a jerky person and made my life a living hell most of the time, I you almost start like kind of forgetting the bad of and then you start do. remembering the good and you're like, oh, was it that bad? Was it just me? Was I crazy? You know, was he really nice and I was the jerk? You know, so well, you do that even like, when you're in the relationship, yeah. let alone when it's I over. Know, I, know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, because the unique thing about your relationship too is that you broke off mm-hmm. and then you guys did like try it mm-hmm. again, right? Yeah, Which who sure. doesn't do that? Yeah. Yeah. When we're like, well, maybe one more rodeo. I know. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Exactly. And yeah. then um, you did finally make it. And then yeah. just, yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to have a sore pain in your butt mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden have it be gone. I know. It's so weird. I mean, it saved me on legal fees because we were always <laughs> like, I always had to take them to court for something. But I mean, there are some positives, but there, it's definitely like, it's just weird. And it, and it happened so fast. He had a headache and he went to the hospital and then just never came out. So it's like God, weird. That's yeah. so bizarre. I know. Yeah. And are the girls doing good? Yeah, I know um, Haley, who's in Florida, she is definitely more sensitive. She's my little tender heart. So mm-hmm. she's more upset about it. Allison's like me and she's like a stone. So she's like, I'm fine. It is what it is. It's meant to be. You can't do, change it anyway. So whatever, which I know I'm like, ooh, we got to tap into that. Because yeah. I don't want her to be hardened like me. I want her to have a heart and be Are you softening though over the years? We're getting to that soft, squishy spot inside of you. So funny. It's all of us though, right? These hardcore exteriors and then we're like the biggest teddy bears on the inside. I know. I think we have to like, especially women and entrepreneurs, like you have to have that masculine energy to get shit done. Mm -hmm. And then we definitely, I definitely need to tap into more of my feminine and like relax and not be like, ooh. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to sometimes check it because it gets you so far Mm -hmm. and you attribute that success and all that kind of stuff from that space. Mm -hmm. And so then it's comfortable Mm -hmm. because you're like, okay, I'm successful. You can't really poke. Mm -hmm. And then you get into the feminine side and you're just like, this is a little wobbly. <laughs> I know. Oh, this feels know. so much. I know, exactly. And so then you were raised by your dad, mm-hmm. but you still have a pretty good relationship with your mom. Yeah. So it took a while. My mom and dad um, divorced when I was young, but my mom was um, very like gypsy soul, like, ooh, what's over there? Oh, you're having a party? Bye, kids. You know, and they would <laughs> okay. go over there. And then it, like a week later, she'd come home and we'd be like, okay. like, And so it was very like... It was interesting childhood. And um, eventually my dad, like she left one time and my dad was like, okay, we're not doing this. He got full custody. I was very angry at my mom because I had to play the mom role and do laundry and take my sister to school and make my sister breakfast, lunch and dinner. And my dad was around, but he was also a single, you know, bachelor, so to speak. So he was like off doing his stuff. And how old was it? Were you in all this? I So they like divorced, divorced when I was 10. Oh yeah, that is. Young. Yeah. So I like, I just kind of stepped in. That's my personality. And I was like, don't worry, I'll take care of yeah. everybody. And yeah. um, had to be tough. And it was strange to, to as at such a young age to have to do that. And I think that's why when I met Brian that I was like, 
take me away. I yeah. want to get out of here. And yeah. I feel actually really bad. I was thought about this last night. I was 18. Brian was going to move away to go to Washington State to work. And I was like, oh, I want to go with you. I left. We eloped at the Florida courthouse. My dad was on a fishing trip in Costa Rica. And I left my 14-year-old sister by herself. <laughs> and I was like, I'm moving out. Bye. And like left her. And I was like, how horrible. Like, I'm so... That's yeah, but you're 18. <laughs> I mean, come on. I know my dad shouldn't have left us alone, maybe, but I don't yeah. know. I was just like, the things you do when your parents are gone, I guess. But right, or like you don't even think about, right? Yeah. Because you're just in this little bubble of yeah, planet me. Yeah, especially totally. 18. Yeah. I mean, I have a 16 year old too. That I promise you, population <laughs> one goes on in that world. <laughs> It's unbelievable. So I'm like, funny. God, I wish I could go back to that yeah. where all I worried I about was me because be nice? that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that time, but I know that you're living it up. So yeah. I could have. <laughs> but do you think the opportunity that you had to like step in and be a mom to your sister mm -hmm. at age 10, that's probably helped you in your entrepreneurial journeys too, because mm -hmm. you are like, Hey, whatever needs to get done, yeah. I'm going to make sure it gets done for sure. And for just sure. like, you know, check yourself at the door of mm -hmm. all the things you want to do mm -hmm. and do what is necessary. Yeah. And then now you're at a point where you're starting to add more of the things that mm -hmm. you want to do in. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I don't regret anything that's happened in my past because it's made me who I am today for sure. And I feel like I'm definitely like, I'm not a procrastinator. I'm motivated. No. I want to get, like, I have a list of things I want to get done and just checking them off day by day. And yeah, so I'm I'm thankful for who I for all the stuff I went through in oh, my yeah. past. Yeah. I think all of us can look back on our journey and be, well, and even when I'm in a hard time now, mm -hmm. I'm in a hard time now, I'll always be like, well, everything that's bad happened to me before has ended up good. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I'm in it. Mm -hmm. If I'm feeling like crap, that just means I'm in it and yeah. I haven't gotten through it yet. So I'm going to yeah. get through it. I just need to keep going and mm -hmm. see what happens. No, I think it's fun. I think it's fun, our stories. Yeah. And yeah. like where life takes I us. I know, for sure. It's, yeah, I never thought growing up in Florida that I'd end up in Utah. I didn't even know where Utah was on the map. I was like, ew, what's Utah? But. I know my perception of Utah was the same thing. I'm like, um, and then I went skiing. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And then I like, well, we're going to move here for six months and see what happens. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, this is like the United States best kept secret. Yeah. And we're going to keep it that way. So don't move here. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So, yeah. But no, it was one of those things. I'm like, Utah is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it's nice that we live in a place where people want to come and visit. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Not for you because of tourists and traffic, but. Yeah. 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 <laughs> don't. Is, yeah. Yeah. Park City isn't the best part of that piece, but, and then I, we have an international airport. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. we can get anywhere really, yeah. really fast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So future Jess in 10 years, like what does that look like? So right now I'm working on, um, adding like a bunch of equipment to the studio, like red light therapy and stuff like that. So I would like to be, cause I love biohacking and obsessed with anything that can, you know, make you live longer. So um, focusing on that and maybe buying a building to have like my own space and studio and buying real estate. I would love to have houses in like the South, mostly so I can travel too, but like Airbnb and stuff like that too. Yeah, just getting things up and running, like the lash line, get that going. My Amazon store, possible clothing line. I'm upset. I love wearing comfortable like lounge exercise clothes and things like that. I'll so be I your mom. Do something. <laughs> I'll be the grandma model, but I'll be the model still. Anything that's exercise and comfort, I'm in it yeah, 24-7. Sounds perfect. <laughs> so yeah, just um, focusing on all my 
Um, I do mortgage loans also. So like I would love to grow that business and see where that takes me to. So yeah, all kinds of things. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> just crazy. I know because people look at me and think I do all kinds of things yeah. too. But like when you're in it, you're just like, this is how I yeah. feel full. Mm -hmm. I get to tap these different parts mm -hmm. of my personality and exactly. this is where it gets to be expressed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So looking back, what would you tell like someone that's 20 years old or what would you tell your 20 year old self based on what you know oh now gosh, don't put up with bullshit don't put up with bullshit mm -hmm. believe in yourself trust yourself and don't let a man boss you around <laughs> yes. hear that no bossing bossing comes from the inside so super fun yeah thank you thank you for sharing your story yeah thanks for having me yeah so fun